Welcome to the Model Car Podcast, a show about building scale model cars. This show is brought to you by the generous financial support of our Patreon backers. Our Patreon supporters get access to our behind-the-scenes Slack channel, Patreon Extras, and even a chance to be on the show. If you can help support the show, please visit the supporters page on our website, modelcar.show. If you'd like to talk more about model cars, please join our Facebook group or our private Slack channel. Welcome to episode 55. I'm Justin and joined by my good friend, John. John, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Great. We're going to talk this uh, this week about reflections from 2020 and predictions from 2021. Uh, my feeling, not much has changed from 2020 to 2021 yet, uh, but I'm certainly hoping for the best. And uh, it'll be an interesting discussion, kind of reflecting on our year a little bit and uh, what we're hopefully looking forward to a little bit out of this show. Uh, but first, we've got a little bit to get into. Uh, John, uh, what have you been working on, buying, all that good stuff this time? <laughs> I saw lots of pictures. <laughs> You've seen lots of pictures, yeah, because lots of stuff was purchased back in November, December, and it all finally started coming in, and it's, most of it's here. Not all of it's here, but uh, most of it's here. There's another two or three things that are in transit. Regardless, uh, working on, been working on the 7Z28. In fact, I will go so far as to say the paint is finished on the Z28. It's just a matter of detail painting, assembly, you know, the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I say I enjoy that part, but that's okay. <laughs> Also worked on in the past week because, well, why not? Uh, I dug out the 68 Plymouth Belvedere, a.k.a. the Berthier build, and started working on that again. So it's already got two coats of white on it. Seems to be okay. I'm guessing from the look on it, look of it a few minutes ago, it'll need a third coat. And seeing as Misery Loves Company, I decided, ah, oh, heck, let's do another muscle car at the same time. And pulled out my... 1970 Plymouth A Arcuda from Revell, the, the latest version of it, what, from 2013, 2018? Yeah, that's not a bad kit, actually. No, it's not a bad kit. It's really very nice, and mine has already had two coats of paint on the body. Oh, you're just a monster painting away. Well, yeah, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't when it's working well. Keep going with it. <laughs> uh, the, the weather is conducive to painting over there, I guess. Uh, the weather has been right yesterday and today, uh, not so much. Uh, well, yesterday wasn't so bad today. There's no way in heck I'm going outside. <laughs> uh, do you know, do you know what it's doing outside here? It's, I'm going to guess it's raining. No, it's snowing. Oh my goodness. Well, welcome to the club. No, it's not snowing here. It is bright. There's blue skies and with the wind, it's like minus 28 degrees Celsius. Uh, no, mm -mm. no, sir. Wow. I, I don't yeah. even know what that is, but uh, that 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 is a cold that would shut down the entire city that I live in. That's cold enough that uh, I mean I, I don't I'll say I didn't see anybody walking by yesterday. I've seen two or three people walk by today, and all you're seeing basically is eyes. You know, there's a scarf or something over the lower part of their face. The hats pulled down right to their eyebrows, and it's like, yeah, okay, no, I'm not going out there today. Mm -mm. No, sir. I don't think I own any clothes like that. <laughs> If I didn't, I couldn't go out with it like this. The, the best I've got is motorcycle gear. Ew, man. Because that gets, that gets cold some evenings, but uh, yes. Nope. I, yeah, I I'm sure it does, but <laughs> it's colder than that here. <laughs> yeah, 
No, I, I don't have any thermal gear or anything like that. Minus 28 sounds like you need it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Minus 28. Yeah, that's where you put you put two layers of socks on. You put sweatpants underneath your pants and <laughs> maybe a polar fleece underneath a jacket, depending on which weight of jacket you want to wear. And, and then you look like the Michelin man walking. Well, yes, exactly. And I used to do this for fun with my dog. <laughs> God. Ah, uh, crazy. I was crazy. <laughs> uh, back on to models. I see you started on something from the dark side, yeah. from from yeah, my from my area. Yeah, from your area. Yeah, this morning I decided, seeing I can't paint, and believe me, the the seventy AR Cuda needs paint at all the various parts. You know, the engines assembled, the axles, rear axles assembled. It's time to paint it. Not today. Not when it's that cold out. So I said, well, let's find something else to work on. And I'd already basically committed myself to building this one as my third new build of the year, and it's my Lamborghini Miura. Ooh. Ooh. Beautiful yes. kit. Beautiful. That's a Hasegawa one, right? That's the Hasegawa one, yes, with a little extra something-something in the box that's not necessary to be there. Yes. Uh, the new version, not the old version yes. that I had. Same same plastic, same car. That's what matters. Yes, with, that, with a couple of added highlights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One way to put it. Uh, sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, no, it's all right. How, how are you finding it so far? Because I, 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 I mean, we've uh, talked about that before. I know uh, we've made at least one convert in uh, the Facebook group. Um, yes, and it's because of him that I've that I promised him I'd do it for my third build of the year. So <laughs> there it is. Great. Well, uh, and you're doing that in a gray, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, uh, Grigio Magnifico. Ah. See, I'm not going to argue too much because it's a Lamborghini, but I still think it should yes. be red or depending on uh, uh, how you look at the film print, uh, orange. Uh, we had some yes, fun I've with that one. that, but yeah, I'm not, sorry. After seeing this gray one on the internet, I said, oh, that's a for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the scale finishes paint that you're using? Scale finishes, that's right. And before, before I forget, I knew there was another question I had. <laughs> All courtesy of Legendary Motor Car, which is a restoration garage in the Toronto, well, Halton, Halton, Ontario area. Been watching them, known of them for years, watched them on TV, watched them on YouTube. Yesterday, they tested a, Lam a Lamborghini Countach LP400S that was owned by Jacques Villeneuve. Now, not Jacques Villeneuve, the, not uh, the son of Gilles Villeneuve, but his brother. Oh, interesting. Jacques Villeneuve. Yes. And it's uh, Acapulco Blue. Ooh, that sounds nice. Oh, boy. That car is just magnificent. So this brings the question forth. Who makes the best LP400S kit that I can get? <sighs> or, the, or I should say the most accurate. Just trying to think. I think your only choice you have. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, the S. Because the, the LP400, the best kit out there is um, from uh, Fujimi. Okay. One of the enthusiast series kits. Oh, yeah. um, In other words, there's a million pieces. And yeah, I'm just trying to think. That that is really the only choice. Uh, there's a couple of them, um, but most most of the Countach kits tend to be the later versions. Uh, that I'm thinking for an S. Um I, I would probably start with looking at the Fujimi Enthusiast kits, the EMs. Okay. I'll have to see what I can find and see what's not too horribly expensive. 
<laughs> I don't have my light on, so uh, I can't see behind my computer to see which one of the kits I have. But uh, okay, that, that is uh, the the nicest looking LP400 that I have. Uh, I I did build the Tamiya one, but it's uh, kind of a it's just missing the battery to make it a, a little motorized oh, toy, uh, and no, no, and it no, does no, no, not. No, 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 yeah, no. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any recent ones. Uh, I think Aoshima may have one. I, I know we talked about one some say let's two or three, four episodes ago, but I can't tell you which one it was offhand. Yeah, I I haven't bought any of the recent ones. The as I say, the Fujima one is just fantastic. It's uh, ab- absolutely mindless, mind-blowingly complex, but uh, just uh, everything's so nicely done on it. Okay, okay, and the. The one part that gets me, I know it's going to be different from the kit, is this car had upgraded wheels and tires. They are much, it's an LP400, but it's got the fender flares. Mm. So, so you might need to, I, I don't know if they make an S kit. I don't see an S kit, but I uh, can't really tell from here. Mm. Uh, I can, I'll take a look after the show and let you know if I've, what I've got in the stash. Yeah, and that'll, that of course, you see, if, if this happens, it'll be more scale finishes paint. And I took uh, what I had, Four, five, six bottles come in this week of Scale Finishes paint. So, yeah, and other goodies have come in. There's a Mac MR resin cab from Models by Dave. Mm-hmm. That looks nice. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Needs a little it's, bit of cleanup. It's huh? not. Yeah, it'll need a little bit of cleanup. It's not, it's not horrible. That's just how Models by Dave is. And then there's some very, very, very nice goodies from Ranger Detail Technologies. What uh, were those? <laughs> you don't even know who Ranger Detail Technologies is. I do not. Ranger, De- Technolo- Ranger Detail Technologies is found, is a aftermarket company by uh, Tim Bongard, who used to write the model firehouse column in Scale Auto Enthusiast a very long time ago. I know the name. Uh, you know the name. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a f- year, two? Three years ago, he came out with a, with the trans kit to build Squad Fifty One from Emergency. Ah, not ringing any bells. <laughs> I remember uh, Emergency. Yes, uh, as, a, okay. as a child when I had hair. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I guess I'll have to geek out and explain it all to you then, won't I? Mm-hmm. That was the paramedic truck, right? The paramedic truck. Yes, technically, I. You know, I've always referred to it as you know, as a uh, as a rescue squad. No, it's not a rescue squad. It's a paramedic wagon. In as far as the LA County Fire Department is concerned, proper term. Yeah, I remember those fondly. I, I was living in LA at the time, so uh, they were. Yes, you would you would have seen. Oh yeah, you would have seen the squads then. Yeah, they were much more common than a fire truck. Yes, because that nowadays they were all you know nowadays you uh, you send for a paramedic unit you're getting an ambulance. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it down there up here. We don't have paramedic units here in Quebec, but that's another story for another time. Anyway, the uh, he's he'd, he's been offering upgrades for it, you know, new newer and more improved parts to go with it. And I said, well, yeah, sure, why not? I'll get those. And I went to his website, and oh my god, he's offering a trans kit to build the original Engine Fifty One, which was an open cab uh, Crown Fire Coach. Ooh. Oh. I said, yeah, okay. And uh, the instructions for this one, believe it or not, I know I've told you uh, told you elsewhere, but for our listeners, they come on a USB key. Yes. I had to laugh yes. at that because... Yeah, I know you're having to laugh at, laugh at it, but when I looked at the amount of pages, 
because it's profusely illustrated, I mean profusely illustrated, there's 312 pages of instructions. Gosh. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. I figure there of his pages, it would be roughly two per sheet of paper. So you're still looking at 150 pages of, uh, printed material. scratch building, kit bashing and printing on how to do it all. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I would just have to Phew. figure out a way to use, uh, an old school USB key or USB, uh, a dongle. Uh, the new Macs uh, have changed everything and I don't have anything that fits anymore. Oh dear. Well, the advantage is that he it does stay, it does say in the printed sheets that come with it, and there's only a few. <laughs> if you can't use the USB key, let them know they'll make something work for you. Hmm. I'm surprised they cool. don't just put it up on the internet. Well, that's put it up on the website, let somebody download it. Yeah, that's possible. Much cheaper than sending out an into a USB thing every time. Yeah, that's. Hmm. I'll have to. <laughs> I'll have to point that out to him. <laughs> Also, for fun part, is he's going to be having come the second Engine 51 because Fire Apparatus gets replaced after so many years of service. The second Engine 51 is the one that's perhaps more familiar to the viewers, and it was a Ward LaFrance P80. That's my Engine 51, and, well, if he's going to do a transcript for that, there's more of my money. <laughs> so uh, how much are these uh, transcript uh, expensive or reasonably priced for what you're getting? reasonable price for what you're getting because in the end the fit and finish of it is completely dependent on you is it's basically you're you're it's a kit that will teach you how to scratch build how to build the pieces how to build the parts and turn them into what you want in the end so and you know if it doesn't go together straight and square uh, who made the mistake you not somebody else mm. you've I, i'm just down the um, really exciting rabbit hole of surfing websites well talking on a podcast mm-hmm. 104.95 it's on sale at the moment for the la county paramedic wagon transkit version 2.1 i didn't i didn't i didn't pay that much for it <laughs> i got one of the original issues of it it was a lot less mm. uh, so you know by probably 150 bucks canadian by the time i get it here plus i need something the, like that plus the dodge plus you need the dodge pickup mm. you but need the dodge that, pickup and you probably still need the paint too <laughs> Yeah, but uh, as, as I say, I was in LA when these things were were being used in you know the early '80s, and uh, that that's got some cool memories. John, you may have mm-hmm. just cost me some money. Oh dear! If oh you dear. want to help Justin buy one of these, uh, go to our website modelcar.shows/supporters. Uh, send us some money and help me afford one of these really cool things. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're really cool. It's not uh, you know it's not going to be a five a five day pro- process either. It's uh, so that's not your twenty four hour build uh, choice for next oh, weekend. Oh, good gosh, no. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. No, I I, no, I did no. not know those. We'll uh, put a link to uh, Ranger Detail Technologies into the show notes if you want to go and take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard you got some um, Ravel paint to try. Yeah, I got some Ravel paint. I was ordering something from a Canadian address, and I said, and I noticed that they had the Ravel paints, and I was like, oh. Oh? So how much was the Ravel paint, John, compared to the Tamiya? <laughs> You're asking me questions I didn't know I was going to have to study for. I, I didn't really 
bother with the price. I was just like, huh, they got it. I'm game to try it. I know that uh, even though I haven't got the spray paint yet, the spray paint is priced the same price as the Tamiya. So if we assume it's going to be the same quality, cool. But I haven't got that yet. So the same prices to me is actually good because uh, they're based on their list prices when they were uh, releasing it. I, I expected it to sort of be four or five dollars more on the shelf, which I oh, thought would kill it. Same price. Same if they price. can do it for the same price, then that's then, then I think it stands a chance. Yeah. What I what I did get for the paint though is uh, semi gloss black acrylic, and I hate to say it, but I think I'll be buying this versus my Tamiya semi gloss black acrylic. Hmm. Uh, how did you test it? What did you do? I just gave the bottle a shake, the lid off, got the paintbrush put a few quick strokes onto a white styrene spoon and let it dry. It's like, oh my God, this is much more semi-gloss than the gloss that the Tamiya semi-gloss is. Hmm. Have you tried spraying it yet? No, I have not tried spraying it. And well, uh, hey, <laughs> give me time. Well, <laughs> I, get the, I got the paint on Thursday. I only thought to try brushing it yesterday. Now it's too darn cold for me to want to open a window. So <laughs> oh, you don't need to open a window for an acrylic. Yeah, test well. shot like that, you'll be fine. What's the worst mm. case scenario? You and the uh, and the cat have black lungs. Well, there's an idea. <laughs> cat may have a black heart. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's good though. It's uh, good to hear. Uh, how how big are the bottles compared to a Tamiya one with this weird two part uh, slidey design that they? Yeah, have? I'm not nuts about the top, but <laughs> that's that is what it is. <laughs> It's a huge opening when you open it. So if you're used to sort of like threading the needle on a Tamiya bottle, no, you won't have that problem. <laughs> uh, I think offhand it's bigger. Again, I didn't compare. Although now now you're making me wonder. Now I'm going to have to go look look up the website and see what they say the paint retails for. I know. Uh, uh, you can tell yeah. we do so much, uh, so much homework on the show, don't we? Well, I didn't think i was going to get asked this question i know well, i know that was that was kind of like me in the uh lamborghini question i'm off the top oh, we're just okay. rolling with it we're just rolling with it. it's acrylic it's Revell. uh it's five dollars for 18 milliliters so that i think is a little more expensive than the tamiya Okay, and we'll just seeing seeing we're here at the same place. <laughs> See how much that to me is. Uh, uh, yeah, it's four forty nine for twenty three milliliters. So yeah, it is a little bit more expensive. See, I do numbers. Yep, you do numbers. There I you did, go. I did numbers all those years of university, and I do numbers. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. cool. I, I'd be interested to see what it sprays like when you get there, because uh, I can't say I do much painting with a uh, brush for those kind of things. Everything is really shot with with an airbrush for the semi-gloss for me. Now, this is, it's it's more for detailing. I mean, you know, if I'm going to paint an engine, it gets airbrushed. If I'm going to paint suspension parts, it's going to get airbrushed. <laughs> it's just, you know, detail afterward, go back. Okay, now we need to use a brush. It'll last me a long time. Fine. Mm -hmm. Just out of curiosity, what do you use for thinning, uh, like when you do a Tamiya uh, thin? If I'm going to thin Tamiya acrylic to airbrush? Yeah. Lacquer thinner. Okay. So you don't use a Tamiya thinner? Nope. Nope. I stay I stay with the with the Tamiya stuff because I don't like mixing it. I was just wondering how that would work with the uh, Ravel stuff. But I guess if you're going to use lacquer thinner, it'll be a little it'll different. It'll thin it. <laughs> it'll thin it. It, it won't make a difference. <laughs> 
All right, so it, it gets the provisional thumbs up from John. Yes, very much. Very good, very good. Uh, you're the first person I've actually heard uh, give a good review on it, so thank you very much. Really? Nobody <laughs> else has said anything good? I thought Bob Downey said it was good in his reviews in the in the magazine. Uh, I haven't read the magazine. Oh, that's right. You don't have the magazine. Well, I won't go into my my issues with the magazine at the moment either. <laughs> I gave up on the magazine a while ago. I haven't given up on them, but they seem to have given up on me, so. Mm. All right. Um, I actually hit a local hobby shop yesterday. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, first time probably since October. First time this year. You got me beat. <laughs> uh, uh, we No Ravel paint. Darn. Uh, and there wasn't too, too much that uh, excited me. I did find, though, um, the Hasegawa BMW 2002 TII. Uh, we talked about those one episode. Mm-hmm, we went down mm-hmm. that that uh, BMW 2002 rabbit hole uh, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and uh, it was affordably priced. It was $49.99 uh, Canadian, uh, yes, which is much cheaper than... Uh, than trying to eBay one and uh, bring shipping in. So uh, I was really excited. Uh, it's just a stock build, but uh, I pulled it out and, and took a look at it. I bought the orange, it, it's an orange one on the box, and I bought some Tamiya orange paint. Uh, and I have a horrible feeling that this is a contender for my 24 hour build. Oh dear. Yeah. And here I was all hyped up that I was going to get to see you build a Mustang. Oh, really? Okay. I've got three choices. We'll t- we'll talk about that. I want to talk about the twenty four hour build at the end of the show. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I've I've I keep waffling on what I want to build. <laughs> uh, also, the McLarens, uh, the Senus. Ah, the Senus. Uh, they will be in next week, and I've asked uh, the the uh, local hobby shop to pull on on one side for me. So, uh, oh next boy. weekend is a twenty four hour, so I won't be getting it there, but probably two weeks from now. I will hopefully have that in my hand and could give uh, some thoughts on it uh, for those listeners that might be interested in it. Sounds good. Cool. Uh, so what came out, John? Uh, what has come out? Well, according to what I got in the email yesterday, the Revell Germany Jaguar E-Type Coupe is out or soon to be out. Mm. Wow. However, mm. <laughs> yes, we've, we've beat we have issues. You can see it on the box art even. If you oh? go click on the link that I've included, you can see it on the box art. <laughs> Between the artist's rendering of the car and the picture of the model, you can see the issue. Oh, this is the coupe with the... Yes. yes. Uh, Alex Thomas uh, got a couple of these, I believe. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, so he the, did. they're already out somewhere in the world. Yeah, just not here quite yet, but that's okay. I, I'm likely still in for one, but I will wait... Because the email promised that the Revel USA box of it will be out shortly and will be about 10 or so dollars less expensive. And probably packed into a small box and ruined. Possibly. Don't know. It's a good question. Land Rover. Yes, I know you had issues with Land Rover. Yes. <laughs> I got the wrong box for that. Okay. I'm going to give that one a miss until I uh, see some buildups of it and I... I can really judge for myself what that looks like. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, maybe we can convince Alex into taking a picture of one of those bodies. Hmm. Mm. I, I think you got to build it and foil it and everything to really see. 
because I've seen I've seen different pictures and some look fine, and other ones look less than fine. So hopefully yeah. it's not as bad as we're worried about. But uh, I, I'm not sure I'm going to gamble 50, 60 bucks on that just to figure out I was right. <laughs> yeah, just to figure out you're right before you spent money. <laughs> yeah, okay. So shall we move along? Yeah, uh, tell me about the uh, the transfer. Oh, yes, round two has, this is a, well, not a deal breaker, but it was a real bomb when run round two dropped it, or well, not even round two that dropped it, but uh, round two has cloned the International Transtar 4070A cab over and improved the kit. It will be coming out sometime shortly. <laughs> That's all I can say. Hopefully between now and April. <laughs> this was in uh, round two's Q1 2021 announcements. Yeah. So and it's, this, this is sort of the list from there. And I saw this, uh, was it uh, Evan Hermel? No, it was Tim Elborn. Or Tim Elborn that posted it up that he'd uh, had a, uh, he'd been a version he'd of been it. Working with him. <laughs> he'd been working with yeah, him to, to make it happen. So. I th- <laughs> yeah, I think it was his original kit that they 3D scanned to re- redevelop the um, the new the tooling and improve yeah, it because they said uh, it's been known for years that the the whole the all three of them the the forty seventy A the forty seventy B and the Transtar Eagle two were never going to be come back coming back the tools were destroyed gone whatever they never quite said exactly what had happened to the tools but they weren't ever coming back well apparently <laughs> they're coming back <laughs> or at least the A model new tools are coming which is even better yes well it, it it's not new. But it's improved. Well, yes. Improved is good. Improved is good. That means the wheels and tires actually fit this time. I know that uh, one thing that struck me that Tim mentioned that uh, the entry ladder on one one side or the other, I think it was the passenger side, has been relocated so it doesn't interfere with the steering anymore, which is always handy. <laughs> ah, you don't need to steer these things. They they no, drive we, on their own by braille. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, what else is coming uh, up in Q, Q1? Uh, uh, there's the GMC Astro with reefer trailers being issued with Miller Beer markings. The International Scout 2, two <laughs> versions of it, are supposed to be coming out shortly. The Great Dane reefer trailer is being reissued uh, with Coors decals. There's going to be a Hot Wheels Ford Monster truck. Your guess is as good as mine as to what that means. I'm guessing an F-150, probably something a lot like Bigfoot. Yeah, one of those uh, miscellaneous tools that just gets a new uh, decal sheet every time. Yeah, just about. The uh, Stingray Stingery Vet Custom Dragster is being reissued. Not too, not too much. Uh, I don't know too, these too much. Uh, it's not something that really catch, catches my eye. Now, there's one that's either being listed as a 82 Dodge Custom Van or the Turtle Wax 82 Dodge Custom Van as being reissued. I'm guessing that's new decals because I don't ever recall seeing Turtle Wax sponsors mm-hmm. on anything in the model world before. No, I wonder if they're coming up with um, their own uh, uh, modeling products or hair care products for people like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going there, but jeez. Oh boy. <laughs> oh geez. You had to say that. You know, you got to sh- polish and shine a little bit. Didn't uh, armor all perhaps. 
uh, yeah, it's uh, sorry, it's snowing outside. I wear, I wear, I wear a toque. Yes, there's oh, a Canadian my God, word. That people, mean. that's a good Canadian word. The Americans gonna be like, no, it's a knitted cap. No, it's a toque. <laughs> well, that's why I had to get it in there. That's right. Also being reissued. Hey, we're doing the AMT is doing the seventy Ford Galaxy again, but as a taxi this time. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Which I hope means that there will be a nice new part in the box to do the taxi sign on top of the roof. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder if it's going to be a yellow taxi, yellow cab. No idea. I would ho- I would assume so, but it's not a checker, but mm-hmm. okay. Mm. Also for quarter one is the 1929 Ford Woody pickup from AMT. The Alexander Brothers drag time Diora. And that should be <laughs> about that from round two. We've heard nothing more from Ravel as to what, well, except what we talked about a, a, a couple of shows ago, but that's mm-hmm. it for now. Uh, round two, we don't have a lot of links for these. So just to warn everybody. Not at the moment. No, that's the, that's it. If you're going to go thinking, oh, I can go check this out. Now this is so new. There's no pictures. If you want to find out about the international trans star, you can go. Try looking on Facebook at the Model Truck Discussion Group and look for Tim Elborn. It's the best I can do for you. Ah, uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> no. Directing Facebook. people to Facebook? Oh, man, you're evil. <sighs> we're, we're, we're it's better there. than nothing. I know there's going to be somebody out there, oh, I got to see this. I got to see this. It's the best I can do for you. Spotlight Hobbies, he did post up there too. He did? Yep. I must have missed that. That's where I saw it. That's why I couldn't remember oh, who okay. it was. Uh, that's, that's where I saw it. So, uh, it's a little less intrusive than Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat. (laughs) Hey, uh, we, we had covered a lot of Japanese releases and I, I was on my favorite site that I, you know, um, love to hate some days. Um, and and no, I wasn't looking in their adult section, but I was on uh, hobby link Japan and came across, uh, some new, a new series of Hasegawa kits, the CH series that are coming in March this year. And I hadn't heard of them before. They're doing three, well, they're, do, they're doing six kits, but uh, three of them are model cars. Uh, the first one is the uh, Toyota 2000 GT hardtop, the Mazda Cosmo, and the 1989 Calsonic uh, Nissan, which is the racing car. Uh, but these are classified as CH series is their super detail kits. And I hadn't heard of these, but boy, am I excited with, with these. These almost remind me, they kind of sound like a little bit of a uh, the uh, gunsy high tech without all the metal parts. Well, except there is metal parts. Uh, yeah. But it does include, it does have metal parts and resin parts and photo etch parts all in the, all in the box. Um so, uh, looking at the 2000 GT, it says this kit from Hasegawa allows you to build a replica of the 2000 GT with an incredible level of detail. Metal resin photo etch parts help precisely reproduce the engine, and a three-dimensional sticker for the back of the hood is included. Vinyl tube for the radiator hose is also provided. Order yours now. So, this sounds like a cross wow. between sort of a, uh, a gunsy high-tech and perhaps a Fujimi enthusiast. Uh, but with, uh, with some extra sort of parts in there, uh, I'm pretty excited by those actually. I don't know. Have you ever heard of these? No, this is all brand new to me and looking at the subject matter. Well, I don't need another racing. I don't need another skyline. <laughs> well, there's isn't a skyline. There's, uh, the Cosmo is it's, 
the no oh, the the Calsonic car is what I'm talking about. I'm assuming, oh, the, oh, it's not it's not a Skyline. Darn, I thought it was. No, <laughs> no, it's uh, one of those Le Mans style ones. The yes. one I hadn't looked at yet. <laughs> yes. No, sorry. The R89C. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking at these very seriously at the 2000 GT and the Mazda Cosmos. Both kits I don't actually own, uh, and I keep looking at them and i think i've said it before that i keep looking at them and then waiting for the right price but uh these two might be uh flying over the sea to me when they come out in march yeah i, I do have to admit i mean i'm not much into the japanese cars but i do know that the 2000 gt is considered to be one of the few collectible japanese cars in the full-size world so mm-hmm. that's interesting uh, i also saw you know many many years ago uh when i was last at a model show um, I saw somebody build up a white Mazda Cosmo and, you know, you look at it, uh, it, it's kind of got that, uh, 60s view of the futuristic car. You know, it, all, all you need is for it to fly in space and have George Jesson sticking out of it. Um, have the wheels retract up into the body shell and yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but it actually on the table, it really is a nice looking kit, like a, it's it's one of those that I'd love to have in my collection, um, you know, built in in the same way. Even though it's you know it, it's sort of not the best looking kit, it's not the most collectible, but it's a really neat looking kit when it's built up. So uh, yeah, uh, this could cost me two out of three of those anyway. I think they're definitely going to be uh, on my list of things to buy this year. Damn, I, I'm just a little leery of the price at almost a hundred dollars Canadian for a car kit, but it may well be worth it. That's not bad, really. No, when you stop and consider, okay, there's photo etch, there's resin, and various other goodies in there. I'm going to bet you that when the McLaren Senna hits, I don't get any change from a $100 bill. Yeah, I won't know. I'm not, I'm not taking that bet. <clears throat> I'm going to guess the par- price point for, for that will be $89.99 Canadian. Now, granted, my hobby shop is not the cheapest around. But, uh, you know, I, I look at this and I say, for what it is, it's comparable. Um, I'm sure this is, you know, this is a Hobby Link Japan price. So it's probably a buck and a quarter to get it here. Maybe, maybe 130, something like that. Uh, so I'm not even sure I'll see these without ordering them in because the, you know, as you said, not a lot of people want to drop over a hundred bucks on a plastic model car. Uh, resin? No problem, but the yeah, plastic no problem, stuff. But plastic people sort of, eh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, and white metal stuff, I kind of have sometimes issues with it. Um, you know, they're <laughs> they're not always as, uh, how do you say it? Uh, Finely they, molded? Yeah, that's a good quality. way to say it. I was trying to think yeah. of something that wasn't going to say anything that I would have to bleep out. But uh, yes, finely molded is a good word. <laughs> All right. Interesting. That's for sure. Uh, but been, you know, coming from Hasegawa and given that we, you know, you're, you're building a Hasegawa at the moment, I'm, uh, pretty excited about the Hasegawa that I just bought. I'm very tempted. Very, very tempted. All right. Let's, uh, get into our topic this week. Cause we've been talking for a little while. Okay. Good. Reflections and predictions. Oh, so, dear. uh, it's. I don't know about you. Um, I started writing, you know, the date as uh, 
Today is the 24th of March, 2020, uh, with a little uh, <laughs> slash 11 at the top for the 11th version of uh, March, 2020, because time seems to stop still. Uh, and uh, 2021 is not... Um, the early part of it has had its drama. Let's let's go there. Yes, drama. Good word. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem to be, you know, I think you're in lockdown. Ontario's in lockdown. Uh, the world is, uh, you know, in Canada, our efforts to vaccinate people have stopped for a while because Pfizer's behind on production and nobody's getting any, you know. I'm not sure what this year is going to bring, but uh, I wanted to think about 2020 because it seemed that builders were affected in one of two ways. They were either very productive or they were far less productive than prior years. Mm-hmm. Um, John, what do you, how did, how did 2020 affect you in, in terms of building? Uh, I got off to a strong start sort of petered out toward the end of the year, but I would say I was at least as, I built at least as much last year as I did the year before, if not a bit more. Hmm. Now, was your, was your work affected by uh, the shutdowns and everything like that? Mm, by shutdowns, no. By social distancing and other complications, yes. <laughs> so so you, you slowed down in, in terms of, were you at home more, I guess is the question. Yeah, but not by very much because in the grand scheme of things, it isn't, of course you have to understand, I am, I'm a sexton for a cemetery. I'm, you know, if you need, someone's going to be buried, (laughs) you need to talk to me if you want to do that here. That's fine. That's cool. There were three or four families that had all, you know, they're calling me before the season, you know, like at this time of the year, I think I already had two or three burials that were set up that uh, families called me after the shutdown started saying, well, we can't do this. We can't, you know, we can't travel. So we're going to cancel it till, for at least a year. And it's okay, but. <laughs> okay. I got a question. Dumb question. Sure. What do you do with the people, the dead people while you're canceling it for a year? Well, big freezer at home. <laughs> In the cases of these people that had contacted me, they, it was, we were talking about an urn full of ashes. So. Oh yes. They that's do not that a too. problem. Yes. Okay. They do do that. <laughs> I'm just thinking you've got like a, a whole bunch of igloos um, stacked up, you know, uh, six foot long igloos full of people. Uh, generally, funeral homes will keep it for you in their freezer, but there is a limit to their time that they can keep it and, there, and it will cost you. And I'm assuming there's um, a storage issue as well. Uh, well, there's somebody... also a storage issue if you get past a certain point. It's like, okay, somebody's got to go because we only have so much room. We can only do this. We can only do that. Yes, that's it. I mean, uh, you know, to, to illustrate things, the other cemetery in town, uh, they stop burying generally in late December and begin burying again late April, early May, full caskets, that is. So That's probably because you can't uh, dig a hole at that point. That's right. That cold. That's right. It, the ground is too hard right now. I can, no. With the machinery they have, no, they can't dig a hole. <laughs> Simple as that. The same with me. If somebody somebody was calling me to say, today, okay, I want, I want to, uh, you know, somebody from your area of the world that doesn't know how bad it gets over here. I want to bury, you know, my relative next week in your cemetery. No, can't help you. <laughs> Even if it is ashes, cannot help you. I can't dig that ground. I was just thinking though, minus 28 degrees you were saying earlier. Oh, you can yep. just leave them out back on the porch. Except of course you can't do that. 
that's okay. You can just feed the squirrels. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not that. No, no. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, okay. It's Let's not, not go there. <laughs> it's not discreet. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, I, I just, I just. Yes, I know. I know you just, but <laughs> it's a very serious subject with me because you sort of have to be serious with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I could not do that. I can't. Yeah. I can't do serious very well. No, I see that. That's all right. That's all right. So, so you were you were affected a little bit uh, staying home more, but not substantially. Then, not substantially. No. Okay. Uh, so, I and and you didn't you you know your I, I'm assuming grommet doesn't uh, change the equation too too much for you. Uh, cats tend to be a little less needy than perhaps dogs or children. Well, yeah, that's true. Minus 28 degree weather. I'd, I'd have had to go, go out today with my dog, but I don't have the dog anymore. There's just that silly gray cat and he doesn't want to go out. <laughs> hmm, interesting. So I think, you know, uh, if you are, if you're kind of lucky like that, you're, you're in the ideal situation for being productive. Uh, you know, I, I think the one thing we don't talk about too much is what the, emotional side the, the oh, mental yeah, stress of everything mental stress is not <laughs> that's why i'm building so dang much to keep my head off things yeah um I, you know one of the things that uh, i've seen i've seen a lot of builders really have the same thing they've got extra time and that's something that they've they've just been killing it on productivity i i'm actually along the opposite side because uh you know, I'm working from home. My commute now, like my district, you know how normally you have a commute to work. Uh, well, maybe you don't have, you live in a small I, ha- I have a commute. Yes, I have a five minute commute to work. <laughs> you know, so if, if you've got 15, 20 minutes in your car, that's kind of de-stressing time after work coming home. Uh, working from home, my de-stressing time is uh, 12 steps from my library to my kitchen. Uh, so, you know, I, I it's, it's certainly been... Uh, a change for me. You know, I kind of work from home. I go into the office a couple of days a week. Uh, but the, my workload has actually gone up this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm in, I, I'm in uh, finance and accounting and uh, looking at trying to keep businesses on the right side of, I've been alive and uh, dealing with all the challenges of, you know, how, how COVID affects businesses has certainly uh, been been an interesting one for me and certainly up my workload. Um, the one other thing I find is more so than my work is that everybody else is home. And <laughs> uh, that more than anything else uh, changes the equation of, uh, you know, getting getting time to myself is because now the family's home so we're we're doing things like playing games at night with with my wife and spending time with my daughter because you know it, it is a it's a huge different shift um so i i'm i'm quite i i haven't spent as much time at my workbench and i was kind of thinking about this the other day looking for hey what am i going to do in 2021 and how am i going to approach this because my building honestly wasn't great. Uh, I think it was one of my least productive years in a number of years last year. And in theory, been home more, I should have been able to get more done. Uh, you know, but, uh, I, I have, I have the princess that, uh, wants more attention. <laughs> She's, she, you know, I, she guards me when I, when I'm working and, uh, uh, you know, she knows what time I finish work and she gets up and then I have an hour of playing with her. And, you know, it's all these weird little things that have just 
affected the time and capacity I have for building. So, but at least, at least in your case, the princess stays on the floor. Uh, no, she doesn't. Well, it's not like she's going to do like the cat does with me. I decide I'm going to go work on a model. If he decides, well, he needs help. I'm going to have him on my shoulders, looking, peering down over my shoulders, watching what I'm doing. <clears throat> so Coco, um, how do I say this nicely for honor? Uh, so <laughs> a little last app. So is, um, her, her front paws. She likes to jump up when she wants attention and, and she likes to climb up and be carried around. She doesn't do stairs. Uh, she doesn't climb onto the couch. She doesn't jump anywhere. So if she wants to go anywhere in our house that has stairs everywhere, you know, even just a couple of stairs uh, to and from the kitchen, she's kind of stuck in the kitchen. Dad. So she wants she wants help. Dad. She comes and she jumps up on Dad. me. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, she jumps up so that I can carry her wherever she wants, whether it's to go get a drink of water, to go get her some food, uh, to put her on the couch, to take her off the couch, to take her to bed, to take her. Yeah, anyway. I spend a lot of time. Oh, uh, if somebody comes to the front door, uh, we have one of the doorbells that notifies us if anybody's on the on the driveway. Uh, she gets excited and wants to climb up and go and investigate, sitting on top of me, basically. Of course. <laughs> All I have to do is try and keep the cat in when somebody comes to the door. Oh, no. Coco wants to be uh, on my shoulder. She's uh, She's got this weird little look. She sits there with her paw on my shoulder. Uh, just this real, like, hey, look at me. I'm cool. Um, but yeah, that, in order to do that, she jumps up and pushes on I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, she's right at genital level when she jumps. Oh, so if you've got a 16-pound yeah. uh, uh, dog jumping into your, you know what, <clears throat> it makes for an exciting day several times a day. Uh, and you yeah, said she doesn't come up. <laughs> no, she doesn't, but she does. I'm just, I'm just thinking the the look. I mean, I've gotten looks from you know trying to keep the cat in the door. I can imagine the looks you get with a dog sitting on your shoulder. Oh, <laughs> she's crazy. She's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Oh, dear. I walk around okay. like I, I you, you know how moms always carry their babies and they kind of have that hip, yes. you know, the mom hip that the baby sits on. I'm getting one uh -huh. of those. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, so before we get into looking forward to 2021, because, you know, obviously, uh, there's a lot of things going on at home for everybody. Um, what about buying with no shows? That uh, obviously... I, no, I, no, 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 no. I went to exactly one show last oh, year. Oh, you got a show in before the show. Yes, March 7th. <laughs> How do I know this? It was my birthday. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so that's when I came home with a pair of Land Rovers. So, All yeah. right. One show. One show. <laughs> but for the rest of the year, how many shows did you miss? One, two, three, four. And you would have, I'm assuming, purchased a chunk at each one of those shows. Something, yes. How much? Good question. I didn't really plan on spending what I spent when I went on March 7th, but... It's one of those things. Oh, two Land Rovers, the new one, the old one. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay, let's let's be honest. When do we ever go to a model show with a budget and come out without going to the bank machine at least once? I've never been to the bank machine. Oh. Okay, well, that's my lack of self-control then. <laughs> <laughs> I just go the day before, that's all. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, for example, if I'm going to for to the uh, Model Rama in Kingston, Ontario, I don't know where the bank tellers are. <laughs> I do know where my bank teller is at home. So, <laughs> yeah, I always, uh, you know, give myself a budget, and then somehow decide that it's not quite enough. Hmm. But I, I'm easily swayed by new shiny things, as we know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're, we're just like squirrels. Oh, look, it's shiny. I must have it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if it's shiny and has an Apple logo, then I'm all over it. And that seems yeah, to be more expensive than most of my uh, kits. But anyway. That, that, that's worse than most models, yes. Yes. Um, so so do, how did you find your buying post uh, your one show? Uh, it probably went up a little bit, but... You know, I don't, I, I'm one of those people who doesn't really matter, you know, for example, how many did I build this year versus last year before that? It doesn't matter, you know, so long as I'm enjoying myself, if I'm happy building 10 versus 20 or versus, you know, eight. One. Hey, yeah, that, well, that's all right. I mean, I don't keep track of how much, how many I build in a given year, you know, how much do I spend this year versus last year? It's just me, so long as the... <laughs> As long as the electricity is still long, as long as everything else is working, everything works. I, I guess for me, you know, not having um, shows, uh, and we, we've talked about how expensive things are around here for new kits and bringing kits in is also fairly expensive. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's not a lot of, um, you know, Vancouver is a relatively small city uh, in, in the grand scheme of things. So, there's not a big swap meet type mentality outside of uh, the two shows that we have every year. You know, most most people that are buying and selling are, are showing up at those shows. I, I found I, I was really down. I don't think I bought anything aftermarket at all last year. I bought a couple of kits, uh, some paint, but uh, really, it was it was a quiet year for me for for buying stuff. And that's not just because I was boycotting Mobius and uh, Ravel for a while. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, uh, you know, I, we talk about a lot of the kits coming up and there's a lot of things that get us excited. Um, part of that is, you know, getting those, the availability of those. You know, there's probably four or five um, model car stores within 45-minute drive of where I am. And I've only ever, I, you know, since lockdown started, I've only been to one of them, you know, which is sort of my regular one that I go to. But normally I'd go out once a month or so and, and take around a ride around the other ones and, you know, mm -hmm. see, what, uh, see what was new. And each store has a little different thing. Uh, I certainly find that my own habits, uh, you know, partially from uh, staying home and uh, the, whole, the whole thing there, uh, they've changed quite a bit. Um, you're, you're not so much, you're, you're more of an online buyer, I, I guess. Um, basically because I have to be, I mean, the, yeah. the closest hobby shop to me is 45 minutes at highway speed. That's okay. You have a Mustang that doesn't take you that long. Well, yeah, that, no, 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 doesn't, still takes me the 45 minutes, but. <laughs> yeah. Only if you go the, the, the speed limit. Yeah. But the SQ, anything above a certain speed guarantees you're going to get a, uh, a, uh, a signature you can add to your collection, as I put it. <laughs> to get an SQ's agent signature on a piece of paper that you get to <laughs> pay him princely for. <laughs> mm, all right. Okay. Um, but you, your mailbox changed. 
Because you have a mailbox in the yes, state. Yes, my mail. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Let's not let's not get into that. That's that's part of my issues with magazines at the moment. But yes, we had to had to change the the uh, the American Post Office box that I had just over the border from me. Couldn't get to it. Came up for renewal. I wondered what to do. Uh, Chris Martin said, "Well, I could help you on that." And I was like, "Okay, great for models." But ever since I transferred my magazine subscriptions, including going to the man the magazine printer, you know, the magazine company's websites mm-hmm. and changing it, not a magazine has come. Mm. And I've started an official, you know. Uh, request for service, whatever you want to call it with the American post office system. And they don't, they haven't got the foggiest why this isn't working. That's terrible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's horrible because I paid for money. I, I spent money and I've got nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And oh, magazines yeah. are substantially more expensive to ship directly up to Canada. Oh yeah. If, if that's the question is, you know, do I want the print version and send it to Canada? No, not at what they charge. I mean, I'm seriously considering right now, Maybe I need to say, say to Kambach, okay, look, send it to me online, you know, do the digital magazine thing, and that's it. The uh, the other magazine, Hemmings, they, I tried asking them for help. They're like, well, nothing's come back, and seeing as we've mailed you your, the last issue of subscription you haven't renewed, you're screwed. It's like, <clears throat> wonderful. Nice. Very wonderful. <laughs> nice idea. The other two hobby magazines haven't even replied. Well, they haven't replied, neither has Kambach. To when I sent to them, look, haven't got anything since this date. What's going on? Kambach has said nothing to me. And that was over a week ago. Doesn't surprise me. I'm sort of surprised, but I guess I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as, like I said, it works wonder, wonders for magazines. Not for magazines, but for any models, any this, paint, whatever, everybody else. No problem. Send it there. No problem. Magazines, on the other hand. Is that how you get your uh, uh, scale finishes paint? Yep. Yes, yes. I was wondering. <laughs> Used to be as simple as a half hour drive from here to go get it. Now it's not quite so simple. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I haven't ever, ever tried it because it's just not available locally. So, and, and even the hobby shops in the U.S., the ones that uh, I went to, uh, have never had stocked it either. So uh, mm. it's always, you know, I don't have a U.S. mailbox. I don't go. No, you can't go there anyway right now. So <laughs> Yeah, but going across the border here is uh, painfully slow because there's so many people that do it when you're allowed to, um, you know, and yeah, just, I don't really Just to put fly. it in perspective, uh, you know, tip before when Robert and I would go to <laughs> model car shows from here, when we'd go down to Classic Plastic in October in uh, northern Massachusetts, we would drive from here to the border, 30 miles, give or take, not see a single car on the road. Here you get to the border and you have a 45 to an hour lineup. Oh, gosh. Each way. Ugh. So you can see why I've not bothered with a U.S. Uh, that's, postal box. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sucks. There is one other place that you can get to, but again, it's still a 20, 25-minute lineup. And it's about another 20-minute drive to drive to that border from, from me as well. So it makes it... You know, it's sort of a three-hour round trip just to go and pick something up from there. So it, it's a challenge. Yeah, that's half a day. Mm-hmm. I need a big, a big yellow, uh, uh, a big uh, yellow taxi. 
yeah, yellow taxi <laughs> as well. But anyway, uh, I was going to ask you: uh, Have you two done anything uh, in the last twelve months? Uh, Zoom meeting, social media. How how has the online community changed for you since going uh, uh, to to basically shutdowns? Well, believe it or not, I actually cut back on my online involvement. I oh, used really? to po- I used to post regularly on Spotlight Hobbies, and now it's uh, two three times a month. Mm. Uh, have you done any like Zoom meetings or anything like that? You you weren't in any club. Right. No, I'm not in any clubs. Uh, the uh, Classic Plastic, I'll use them as a great example. I'm part of their online presence on on Facebook. I'm not a dues-paying member of the club, so I do not get invited to the Zoom meetings. But if you are meeting to some of the clubs, they do do Zoom meetings. Yeah. The bad part, the bad part for that, though, is that uh, Classic Plastic tends to have its Zoom meetings on Sundays at about the same time as that we record. So <laughs> there would be a complication there. <laughs> Uh, we could just invite them in. Actually, no, never mind. Uh, you know, I was I was on a zoo. the reason I brought up this question was uh, I I collect fountain pens as uh, I may have mentioned before, mm-hmm. and there's a Vancouver pen club, and we do we've moved to meetings on Zoom, and Thursday night we had a a, a Zoom meeting, and as a as an audio editor, um, the I, I was absolutely horrified it was like uh, somebody with nails down a chalkboard uh for some of these people ta- shouting into their computer mo- oh, um microphones thanks. and uh, you, you know how i am with 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 our sound job you, you've yes you've been, yeah. that, you wouldn't like that <laughs> no so i'm actually here on the zoom meeting on my podcast microphone with my headphones so that i can sound at least reasonable and, and you people know. are hollering at you and you're wanting to take the headphones oh. off it was, it, it just reminded me, uh, you know, how much I dislike those, those types of, um, uh, social interactions, even though they're out there, but it is a good way. Uh, there's a, a club out on the Vancouver Island that's uh, quite engaged. And uh, I know they've, they've switched their monthly meetings to zoom meetings. So I was just kind of curious, you know, how is that working for you? If you, if you were involved in any, um, you know, Facebook, I, I see is quite active, uh, I'm not somebody, you know, we know that I don't spend a lot of time there. Uh, and I know there are, it's, there's quite an active community. And I think even YouTube sort of comments and stuff like that, that sort of has a bit of community. And it certainly gets a lot of passion for certain channels, let's put it that way. Uh, oh, boy. I, uh-huh. Hey, I just said it's passion. That's all I'm going yeah, with. Yeah, that, 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 yep, good idea. Uh, we're, we're not going any further on that. Nope. So I, I was kind of curious, you know, has the online community, has have you found Facebook uh, to be a help for you uh, with connecting with model car people? I, I know Slack has been a great thing for yeah, us. Yeah, that's, that's where most of my, you know, I'm at Slack multiple times a day checking in. Some days like yesterday, hardly anybody did anything all day, but <laughs> it is what yes. it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is, it's a small group, but uh, it's, uh, I really value uh all you slackers out there, if you're listening to this, thank you for being part of it, uh, because yes. it really has uh, helped. You know, it is our it is our little model club in some ways. You know, uh, people we've got to know really well. We've uh, I, I really enjoy the the conversations there, uh, which you know, and, and the thing I like about it is I can check in and I can see everything that's been posted without having to wait for. Uh, five different ads in between each one, and uh, you know the timeline. I see something a week later. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I went to our Facebook group the other day, uh, and there were posts from like five days ago that I hadn't even seen because they didn't even show up. I mean, I'm not on Facebook much, but when I do check in, uh, if it doesn't show up as here's here's something that has happened in your group, I may not see it, and that that bothers me. You know, twenty uh, four hour builds coming up. Um, yeah, I know that the visibility for you know some some modelers using their algorithms. If you're not friends with everybody in the group, your visibility is very much reduced. Uh, your interactions are very much reduced. So I, I I just I have problems with with Facebook. Instagram honestly is going the same way. Um, I, I've seen way more ads and uh, much less um, uh, content that I want to see when I'm on there for for you know it, it's it's like you're in a very small bubble. They're they're serving you too much. Their algorithms. I just want to see everything in a straight line. Serve it well. They- Either you're serving you too much or they're just not serving you what you're asking for or what you're expecting. I mean, I'm on other groups aside from hop from model our hobby groups on Facebook, and you know, routinely I'll get a reply to something I posted or whatever, click on it, and it just takes me to the top of the page of the, you know, the Facebook group and go to look for it. Well, where the frick is my post? How am I supposed to reply to it or see what somebody said to it if you're not gonna show it to me? Yeah. And that gets a little frustrating. Yeah. Uh, so I, th- I think online communities still have some work to do. Hopefully in the next 12 months, um, they'll get a little bit better, yeah, you know, but, uh, where, where do you see the, the upcoming year? What, uh, for, for well, what? for, for, for anything we've already talked about for jobs, for hobby shows, for, <laughs> yeah, for, for all of that. Uh, I mean, honestly, looking at our Canadian immunization, um, I, I don't think we'll, I, I don't think we'll be, immunized enough until at least uh, October this year. Yeah. It, and that and when you're saying in general, uh, I've heard it's going to take at least 50% of both the Canadian and American populations for them to even consider reopening the border. So until 50% of us and 50% of the Americans are inoculated, there's not going to be going to any cross-border hobby shows. Well, you can fly down there because that's fine. Yeah, you can fly, but yeah, especially yeah. if you're a Canadian politician, you shouldn't should not be able to fly right now in my book. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, after saying that, I'm sort of hoping, praying that maybe shows will start to get back on track come next autumn. This or this autumn, I should say, autumn of twenty one. That's all I can say at this point. I was sort of hoping, you know, praying maybe classic plastic, but. Those guys aren't even talking about doing a show this year, so (laughs) I guess maybe not. (laughs) We have a local IPMS show up in October, uh, but uh, I'm I'm not sure if if things will be going well enough that they would be able to uh, reserve and commit to that with enough time to organize it, you know? Yeah, and there's that too. Yeah. You know, and as I say, I, I... I don't think we'll know for a while. So I kind of look at this year for me as another year, uh, as, Groundhog as last Day. year. Groundhog yeah. Groundhog Day. Day. Uh, March uh, It's the 11th version of March, 2020. Yeah. Um, I was looking, uh, I saw some news this week, uh, Glastonbury festival, which is a, a very large, um, music festival in England. Uh, that is in late summer or I think June, July, somewhere around there, maybe not late summer. Uh, and that canceled it this week, uh, preemptively. I think concert season is going to be shot for another year. 
Um, and, and I was looking at trying to think of, okay, well, what's that going to be? I don't think we'll get to do a lot of modeling, you know, uh, and that's modeling. Yes. Modeling shows, no modeling shows, <laughs> modeling interactions. Yeah. Um, even my local hobby shop, um, has a sign up finally, um, masks required. Uh, of course, you know, uh, masks just remind everybody should go across, above the nose as well. If you're going to yes, bother. please. The nose breathers it takes it. it it takes less time to train about to potty train a baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, we won't go there. Uh, I, I have thoughts, but um, uh, no, it was, it's, uh, it's going to be another rough year for community. So, you know, um, let us know if there's any online communities that, that work really well, because the more people that get involved in them, the better, you know, I, I think for, we talked about it, you know, the stress of being on your own and, um, you know, not having those interactions and that camaraderie that does come along with, with a swap meet uh, and, you know, even a show, depending on how. And, and even the clubs, is. you know, again, I said, you know, I'm not a car, I'm not a dues paying member of classic plastic, but I'm involved on in their online presence. And I'm seeing that from a lot of the guys there, you know, they're really, they really want to do something. They want to have a club, you know, an in-person club meeting. They want to do the shows, but realistically you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a tough one. And I get, and I get it. Believe me. <laughs> So what, what about uh, your own personal uh, building quality, quantity? Do you see any changes from 2020 on that? You said you were pretty consistent last year to previous years, or at least at the start of the year. Yep. Uh, I'm hoping for about, well, no, I guess the numbers will go down because I think <laughs> after what I got in the mail last Thursday, all those Ranger Detail technology stuff, oh, I think we're going to be spending more time playing with plastic than just building plastic model cars. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I, I shouldn't, because it's not just a quantity thing because we can get into... Quality. Quality. Uh, yeah. yeah. Quali- that, that's kind of why I'd put in our show notes, quantity and quality, yeah. uh, because it's hours at the bench. How, how many hours do you get at the bench? You, you figure that'll be somewhat similar this year for you? Hours will be the same. Output will be lower, but uh, hey, at least I'll yeah. be able to look at it and say, hey, look, I've got Squad 51 on my workbench. I've got Ancient 51 on my workbench. I still want that Squad 51. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that, not the Squad 51. The, squad 51, the emergency squad. The paramedic wagon. The paramedic wagon, Squad 51. It was always Squad 51 on the TV show. Okay, that's been a while. My memory doesn't yeah, go yeah, the back I that know. far. Uh, if, I know you, you don't do YouTube. You don't do YouTube, but it's on YouTube. You can go check out episodes of it on YouTube. Yes. Uh, we, we won't yeah. count on that one. You're going to run right, right off and do that after the show, aren't you? Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm really hoping to get my schedule to cut out, carve out some time just for myself. You know, I kind of miss, you know, with, with working so much and... When I'm not working, having everybody from family at home and the dog at home, I'm, I'm really hoping to get more time to spend building this year. Um, you know, I'm, uh, we're going to talk next about the 24-hour build, which is coming up next weekend. I'm really hoping that will reset my, my excitement level. You know, I had a couple of kits that went bad on me, you know, the builds that just didn't go the way that I wanted and that kind of kicked me, you know, where, where, uh, it's not comfortable. <clears throat> kicked you where the dog gets you. Pretty much. Yes. Um, and I'm really hoping to, to find balance. You know, I, one thing that I think I can look at and say, nothing is going to change for me 
till fourth quarter this year. And I really think that with the world the way it is, that's probably not going to be till spring of 2022 that the model shows that I want to go to will even really consider opening up. The border will open up. Um, you know, that time where you can go out and feel comfortable having lunch and uh, driving around the city to all the different uh, hobby shops, you know, th- those enjoyable times. I- I'm hoping they'll they'll be back, you know, at least fourth quarter, but by, you know, another year of it. But with that in mind, I'm hoping that I can look at my schedule and say, okay, here's some time that I need to get for myself, you know. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is, for me, sitting at the at the workbench, uh, you know, and balancing that with the other things that I do, you know, the other the other projects that I have on the go. So it's uh, it's an interesting time for everybody, and you know, hopefully everybody's doing really well. John, I wanted to ask you one model related thing that you're looking forward to in 2021. What you mean, like a new release or something? Anything you want. What's what's something I want to. I want to think of something positive that we're actually looking forward to. Well, I hope by the end of this year that I, I will have Squad Fifty One built and Engine Fifty One beside it. And well, they're supposed. I'm going going to. <clears throat> yes. Now I'm going to do it. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't. I tend to say things that you know. I want to do this. I want to do that, and then not follow through. Well, I'm going to do something about that uh, because late last year I found something I can use that to use as a pattern to build something in 125th scale or one, well, technically 124th scale. Uh, If we go back to the, our our example of emergency, the TV show was filmed at LA County station, fire station 127. Would you believe there's an O scale, which is 148 scale, exactly half the size of 124 replica of station. Well, they call it station 12. Yeah. But it's station 127. So you're thinking pattern. I've got the pattern. I bought that when I finally found it. It's been out for several years. Couldn't, didn't have, or wasn't willing to spend the money on it when it was new. Found one secondhand for the same price as new. Said, okay, got it. I've got the sheet brick I need. I've, yeah, so I'm taking the step. (laughs) Cool. So Station 51, Engine 51, and Squad 51. Oh, wow. That is ambitious. A very ambitious project, but I, th- I, I think it's a great project to have. Something to look forward to, something to, you know, and it's, and it, the funny part is, I guess it's all going to be Scratchville too, guys. Well, except of course for the cab of the Dodge and the, the fire, the actual fire truck body on the fire coach, but. That's <laughs> uh, a lot of work, but uh, you know, with that sort of end goal in mind, that's actually really good. And then it's, then there's the question, what do I start first? The station, the squad or the engine? <laughs> Ah, uh, well, the, the squad's really, yeah, I, I still have the squad opened up on my screen. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, squad, because that's the first one I bought too. I, I may have to wait a couple of months till I have some funds. I had uh, an expensive January, but. Ranger Detail, Green, Ranger Detail Technologies-ish, you know, did the trans kit. I said, oh my God, had to have it, got it. Then the old scale building came out and I said, oh, I should get this, but didn't. Got it. <laughs> now Engine 51. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's uh, definitely a lot more um, positive thing than than I was looking forward to. I'm just looking that's... forward to um, m- making a ritual, if you like, of a couple of hours a week of bench time. 
just just figure out a time in my schedule and scheduling it in to build. And it doesn't matter uh, quantity or quality. I'm just going to build whatever I feel like. Uh, you know, and if it's not working for me, it'll go away and I'll find something else. But I just want to, I want to get back to that sense of accomplishment for 2021. And I, I felt that was lacking in 2020. Yeah, because you, you really didn't, You, I'm not saying you didn't do any models, but it wasn't any sort of set schedule. I mean, no, my no. schedule in the winter is, you know, I can't work at a cemetery at this time of the year. There's <laughs> all I can do is answer the phone calls. So, <laughs> and that's done at home. So that means, in theory, any day I want to, any time I want to, I can go work at the workbench. And, well, you would you yeah. would think it would be like that for me too, because you know, for the most part, I'm working from home. I'm home. In yeah, the yeah, but you're working for home, but you're working for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, okay. I, I I'm basically working for me at this point. You know, there's no nobody who oversees this part of the job. So <laughs> ah, lucky you. No, you can ha- you can have my <laughs> boss if you like. No, I don't want your boss. <laughs> I need a different job, but that's another story altogether. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope 2021 we're going to have some some fun things. There are, there are some really neat kits out there now that uh, have got me excited. Um, and and I, I guess that's kind of where I want to go at the moment. Uh, 24 hour build, John. Are you going to go into it? It is next weekend coming up. Yeah, the- I know it's next weekend. Uh, in general, no. But as I did, I posted on Slack a few days ago, well, Thursday or Friday, what I had and what I was considering, you tell me. What I what I got, I also got some other smaller kits from Ranger Detail, Ranger Detail Technologies. They're scratch, scratch building skill builders, as Tim puts it. It's, in general, they're small. <laughs> they're, they are small. Uh, there's three of them I have. One of them, well, it's, it's an accessory for the rescue squad. The second one is something you could find on a bigger truck. The third one, the third one, isn't meant to go on a model vehicle. The fourth one, the fourth one I have coming, he was back ordered at the time. So he's, will have it coming for me, which is cool. This one will actually have wheels and tires, but it will not be here in time for the 24 hour build. So we go back to the initial question. I have these, these two small kits, scratch building kits that are meant to go on vehicles, but they don't have wheels and tires. So do they qualify for the model car build? This is where I'm probably going to be different than everybody else. You're going to say, okay. I got to say it's about having fun more than anything else. It's uh, put a little bit of a challenge to yourself, meet the challenge. And you know, if you do meet it, great. You're going to feel so good and so stoked about, about building. Uh, Unlike last year. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, if, if you don't, don't, you know, don't feel bad about it. It's, uh, it really is about fun. Uh, I, I I don't want to say anything bad about the Facebook group, but, uh, they, there are, there are rules, there are procedures, there are, you can't big, paint it. You can't do this. You can't do that. Hmm. Yeah. The, there's a bunch of, not everybody uh, has a dehydrator. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. Yeah. Um, it has become big enough that they've had to make their rules. And I think it changes having, having any set of rules and people that, um, are sort of self-policing them. I'm not going to say this is the organizers because I, I don't know that it is the organizers, but uh, they they do have a certain way of doing things. And and that's not always the, the most exciting for me. I just want to build. And I want to use this as a build to challenge myself. 
Um, you know, uh, we talked, I think last time I, I may have said on the podcast that what I was going to do. Yeah. You, you were mentioned a Mustang. Yep. I had planned on doing the Mustang and I had, uh, so <laughs> here's how well I play with other people's rules. <laughs> I, that somebody had left a comment cause they're setting up, um, I guess albums to collect everybody's pictures off Facebook and put them probably on a Focky somewhere. And they said, oh, tell us what you have. And my comment was, okay, I'm going to build this. And the comment I got back was, well, you have to send me a pic. You have to post a picture of the kit. It's like, okay, you know, it's to me, it's Mustang GT box. Um, I need to post a picture of the kit to be included in this. Uh, it's, it, you know, I get what they're trying to do, but um, that kind of like, Really? that's a rule that you have to post a picture to actually be included in it was mm. a little frustrating for me. Um, and of course, you know, uh, since then, now that, uh, somebody said that, uh, I got to post a picture. Um, I start getting grumpy and I start looking for other things that I could build. So I'm not even sure that I'm going to build the, 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 the Mustang anymore. It's, it's still one of my considerations. I got three considerations. Uh, the BMW that I bought is just fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of fiddly parts with it though. Uh, the trim on it is all, there's a lot of chrome trim and the chrome mm -hmm, trim mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is separate pieces, right? Separate pieces that you fit yeah. into the body. And that scares the bejesus out of me. Uh, uh -huh. oh. I think that, I think that's why mine is still sitting in the box in the stash. Uh, the other thing, I don't know about yours, but, uh, they have, instead of chrome foil for the windows, they actually have decals for the chrome foil. For the windows? For the windows. They have like a silver, a silver painted decal, which hmm. is just the weirdest thing. And for the front and back window, and I really like this, but I have no idea how to do it because with it, it, it's, it looks like silver paint rather than silver decal material rather than chrome. Uh, it doesn't, it does not ring a bell, but yeah, they possible. actually, they actually have the black with the chrome. You know how the, around the front, you'd actually have the, the, the black uh, window sealant, uh, the rubber, with the chrome trim on it. Mm -hmm. uh, they even have the decal with the black and the silver. Oh, wow. No, that, do, that does not ring a bell. I just remember being put off by that, uh, the, the chrome trim parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Same. Yeah. Huh. A anyway, that, that's part of why that's uh, tempting. And then I was, I was actually sitting the other day looking through my stash, and I found... Um, a kit that I bought a number of years ago and uh, as a vendor down in the States and he gave me, it was still a very, very expensive kit, uh, but he gave me a sweetheart deal on the, the one deal that I would actually build it, not just, you know, either flip it or sit yeah, on flip it. Flip it or sit on it forever. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a 1964 Triumph drag bike uh, from Ravel, uh, still sealed. Oh, geez. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's mint, well, it was, I mean, it's a 57 year old kit at this point, 56 year old kit. So it's, uh, you know, the box is a little crushed here and there and it's, you know, That's it's old, not that, perfectly that, wide. That cardboard's older, older than I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I was looking at that the other day and I thought, you know, that actually might, might be a fun one to switch my, it, you know, the Tamiya one, I know what I'm going to get. I'll be able to finish it. It's, it's a good car, the Tamiya Mustang. Mm -hmm. uh, this one might be more of a challenge. So if, if I don't, I'm not sure which one of those three I'm going to build, 
for the 24 hour. Um, I'm very tempted for all of them. Uh, the one thing about, you know, 1964 kits is I wonder what fit and finish issues I'm going to get into. Yeah. I wonder how the, I assume there's Chrome on it. Uh, there is Chrome, like the the wheels, (laughs) like the exhaust. Yeah, actually I've got the kit here. Oh boy. (laughs) Uh, I'm just sort of wondering, you know, what, what sort of shape is in after all this time? Fifty-seven years. Fifty. Yeah. I, I just uh, actually opened it up, and surprisingly, everything's still backed inside because it's a brand new kit. So and the chrome is still good. The tires are still good. Chrome is still good. The tires are good. There's wow. one, one tire mark on one of the front fenders that I found, but uh, it's it's not bad at all. Like it's very easy to wow. to resolve. A little bit of putty, a little bit of sanding, a little bit of primer. Exactly. Very, very simple wow. to fix this one. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, and, and the more it sits there, the more, the older it gets and the, you know, <laughs> the more you're saying, eh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get I, it. I don't know, John, what do you think? That's awful tempting. If to open the box up on something like that and see that the tires are good, the chrome is good. There's clear, no, it's a drag. Yeah. There should be some clear for the, for the windscreen, right? Uh, there is no windscreen. It is a There's no windscreen bike. at all. Okay. So basically the guy's flattened his chest on the fuel tank. Yeah. Basically, uh, the fuel tank is a little, um, it's, it's like a can of Coke in between the, the top oh. rails. Oh, There's, it, so he's lay, So basically his hands are up above his shoulders. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of body work, the only thing that I would actually have to paint, um, and I shouldn't say the only thing I'd have to paint because I will have to do more work, but uh, anything with any color, there is a rear fender, there is the frame, and everything else is pure bike because it's a drag bike, right? So everything, it's it's almost a yeah, naked bike. Yeah, it's about as naked as you're going to get. Yeah. Wow. So that that is, uh, and it's a one-eight scale, so it's a, it's a fairly it's, large sucker. It's going to be like a foot long or something like that? Uh, the tires on it. Sorry, uh, step away from the oh, mic. Oh, no. He stepped away from Mike, and I'm hearing plastic being rattled. That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes very interesting podcasting. Uh, the the front tire on it is probably two and a half inches. Oh, geez. Two, two to two and a half inches. So it's a, it's a fair size. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a debate. It's a debate. And I, I stopped looking at my kit after coming up with three, uh, my kits with three choices that I want to build. <laughs> Got too tempting, did it? <laughs> I was just really glad that the McLaren Senna wasn't in uh, this week. Just to add. Though, add. though that, I would never try that for a 24-hour build. No, you couldn't. There's just too much to it. Even, yeah, no. The Mustang, mm. maybe. The, the McLaren, no. <laughs> All right. So I, it'll be an interesting one. If you are interested in seeing what John and I do, uh, join our Slack. If you're interested in joining our Slack, send us a message, uh, modelcarpodcast at gmail.com. I'll send you a link. Uh, we have a contest builds channel, and uh, everybody that's going to be participating will be posting up pictures. So, you know, if you're bored at four o'clock in the morning and can't sleep, uh, you'll be able to see early, what people early are working Early next on. Sunday morning, that is. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it'll, it'll be a fun one. So I'm looking forward to participating in that. Hopefully, John, you decide to... To, to give something a shot. And, uh, you know, I, I like the idea of something, even if it doesn't have wheels and doesn't fit into the normal Facebook groups parts, 
um, it's still it's still there. Uh, we also have a link in the show notes uh, to the Facebook group. If you want to go and do it officially with their rules of no touching anything before this time, you can. I think you're allowed to wash it, but you and and glue on three parts or something like that. Yeah, so, something like that. You can you know like if your body has a lower front valence and a, a front valence and a rear valence that need to be glued on, glue them on. I don't. I don't no, do any no. claim. I, I usually do actually wash my kit beforehand uh, just because I like for my stuff to dry properly before I start messing with it. Okay, uh, you see. I, I cheat. I don't, when I'm doing, you know, doing general assembly, this, that, the other thing, no. When I get to painting, if I, you know, I polish, I sand my bodies down before I do anything to it, I wash it. Blow dry with my compressor, do the paint, and continue to repeat after each stage in paint. So oh, I am, yeah, I just wash, uh, I'll do wash one wash with, uh, soap and water when everything's on the sprue. No, oh, oh God, no, <laughs> I'd lose something down the drain. <laughs> uh, no, I have, I have a, uh, a separate, uh, little tub that I take downstairs that I fill up. It's got uh, a selection of toothbrushes and nail brushes and I have special soap. Um, special soap that makes soap for models. <laughs> no, but uh, I use a hand soap that is um, one of the problems that you can get into uh, that I found out the hard way. Sand soap, hand soaps tend to have fragrances and et cetera's in them. Yep. Uh, that's why you've got a, that's why I have a special one that has none yeah. of that. Um, but uh, I used to use dish soap and dish soap uh, actually has silicone in it to help make the dishes shine. So, uh, you've got to be very careful about what soap you use. Anyway, uh, so I, I use this. I have this whole setup. Uh, then I take it. I, I've got my blue towels that I wipe everything down with and dry it. Then let it air dry. Um, and so I probably do that because I do let it dry for an hour or so beforehand. Uh, but that's the only thing I'll do. I don't cut anything off, even though that you're allowed to. Um, and that is just my own personal challenge. This is how I want to build it. But, uh, you know, everybody to their own. Uh, if you want to come up onto, onto the Facebook group, they've got a set of rules. Uh, up on Slack, it's uh, a little more, let's have fun and uh, post pictures. Uh, and, you know, the, the nice thing is when everybody logs on, they're going to be able to see what you're working on. Uh, it's not going to be hidden with an algorithm and only shown to your five friends that are also doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I think we killed that hey, one, John. Just, just remember, you're soaking in it. Soaking in it? <laughs> Guess you don't remember that TV commercial from when yeah. I was young? Pomolov? <laughs> nope, you lost me on that one. Okay. But uh, I, I might have to check out the YouTube stuff. You'll have find to go that. look out YouTube. Yep. Madge, you're soaking in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is the end of our show for today. Uh, I think next time we'll talk about how we actually did with uh, our 24 hour builds, if we, if we do them at all, and uh, what we built and how the process went. Uh, thank you for all of our supporters uh, for this episode. Our Patreon producer levels for this episode, which we really, really thank. Uh, Chris Martin, Pat Redmond, Alex Thomas, Mickey Drace, Scale Finishes, Classic Truck Model Magazine, Ryan Voyer, and Rick Henderson. Uh, couldn't do this guy without you guys. If you want to join our Facebook groups or our Slack community and be part of it, uh, please go to our website, send me an email, I'll send you links to it. Uh, it should be up there. Uh, anything you wanted to add for today, John? No, don't think so. All right. In that case, say goodbye. Goodbye, John.